cliffcentral.com All right, all right, all right. Good morning, everybody. We are live. Here's uh, the great Pumi Mashiko sorting out the herb. Sorting out the afro. It looks very nice, Pums. I like the look. <laughs> I like it very much. Good morning, y'all. How are you? And the, what did Ryan say? Bonus day. It's bonus day, but it's not. Like someone posted the funniest thing. It's the, so it's You've the, got stuff on your chin. It's the uh, tissue schmutz. It's the, uh, the, the extra day that we get in February for a leap year today. So it's this weird day that nobody's really sure exists or not. And if you're born on this day, are you actually four years younger every time? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not entirely clear. Here but we are. The extra quarter days. No, no. But, but I... finally... They've together all, they've into all one day. Yeah. I, I saw a funny thing on Instagram yesterday. Someone said, so... If there are only 29 days in this month of February, that means your rent should be one or two days less. <laughs> where's, right? my, where's, where's my refund? Where's my change? My refund right. for those extra days. <laughs> so if you're paying rent, you're like, how come it's the same as every other month? Well, although if you have a bond, you pay less interest for this month. You do? Yeah, because they calculate your interest. Hmm. Daily. That is interesting. I did not Daily. realize that. Thank you. That's a, that's something to be a little bit grateful for, right? <laughs> Son of a bitch. We have to get the Suka. Problem is we have to get the the bonuses and the benefits wherever we can <laughs> in a Cyril economy. Woof. Woof. You know, people are talking about the Cyril economy. Yeah, indeed. Oh uh, man, we've got a busy day today. So uh popping in a little bit later on. None other than Herman Mashaba of Action SA in our burning platform where we're talking to the leaders of all the parties. And I do hope we will get all the parties. Well, we'll get a lot. We won't get all. <laughs> Who do you think will avoid us? Uh, Who's not going to come? Is it? Uh, who are we going to avoid? <laughs> uh, we are open to all. Honestly, you got a, a message to try and sell to people. This is a good audience to try and sell it to because they're not stupid. And they are they're going to listen to you and they will critically evaluate whatever you're putting on the table. But well, we're well, not going to say no to anybody. Well, in precisely nine days, we will know who falls off the list. Oh, really? How does that work? Well, because... There, there was a challenge to the issue of signatures required. Mm. You know, you have to get the new parties have to have a certain number of signatures to show that they actually have a constituent. Right. And so they have until the 8th of March. All the new parties have until the 8th of March to submit their signatures to the IEC. You think they'll get them? Some will not. <laughs> there, there was so Busa Build One South Africa, Musi Maimani's um, organization, along with uh, Rise Mzansi or Ravonia Circle, one of the two, mm. they are linked to each other. Mm -hmm. The one is the think tank of the other, had an urgent application about this particular requirement, but the court decided, handed down last a couple of days ago, actually, that it is not an urgent matter and it will be heard in the due course of time. So they have to submit the signatures. So we will see. So I can only assume if they are asking the court to strike this down as a rule that they don't have the signatures. 
Well, why else would they do this? Well, well for fairness, because all the parties that currently are on the roll don't have to do it. It's only mm. the new ones. But, you know, on Tuesday, mm. so I think it was on Monday that the judgment came out. And then on Tuesday, Rise uh, put out a statement saying that they have handed in their 112,000 signatures. Hmm. So they had the signatures all along. So what's this for then? Yeah, I mean, but it's for everyone. Uh, it's, it's standing up for every board. And publicity. You're standing up for uh, every board. You want to be seen as the good guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're standing up for everybody, man. How? So yes, um, a busy day today. It's also, as Conga Chris says, it is Ryan's last day today mm. on the show as our producer. Uh, he is off to Ireland in the next couple of days to go and explore and get drunk and uh, ad- have an adventure in the world, which is very exciting. <laughs> oh, he's ready. Have an adventure. He was posting videos yesterday about... Um, yeah, how to work a gimbal and, and, and how he's handing over to James, who, by the way, this morning connected everything wrong. So I'm just glad we're on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad wow. we Wow. <laughs> I'm glad James. we're on. Very good. <laughs> uh, so many things to talk about, so many places to go this morning. I know Pumi's got some, some things on her mind. And um, I'm going to look at some of those. Uh, Canton will also be joining us for the burning platform. So it's going to be a busy morning. Plus, Dr. Mark is popping in. And Dr. Mark will be talking to us this morning about something which I think uh, a lot of people are interested in. That is <laughs> aesthetics. You know, <laughs> Botox, <laughs> plastic surgery. Yeah? Well, you don't. Yeah, please. I mean, a like, little. <laughs> if it wasn't for that little bit of very wise and uh, distinguished gray in your hair, I would say mm, uh, 30-something. Yeah. Don't talk to me about gray. Get into that. Uh, so we'll find out from Dr. Mark about aesthetics later on and, and who needs help and who doesn't and what he can suggest. So all of that and more on the way today. <laughs> I've also got a couple of news stories for you. So I don't know if you saw this, but apparently... What's well, the news? So they said that they found the killers of AKA. They arrested them all in Iswatini. This is what they Baba. say, right? Slatam Kwanazi, who's Baba. the police commissioner. Baba. says uh, they've arrested six people in connection with the murders of AKA and his friend Tibbs. Six are alleged to have played different roles in a coordinated assassination. And the investigation into the rapper's deaths have been complex and multifaceted, but detectives have made a significant uh, amount of progress in identifying all those involved. The next court hearing is scheduled for Thursday. Do you believe <laughs> and it, though? 800,000 rand. Bail. No, no, that was what Ooh, they were paid. That that's what, what they were they paid, were correct. Paid. Yes. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot. Well, I mean, to kill a famous person, I would think it should be a bit more. To kill a famous person, I think to kill any person. No, but I say a famous person because I was listening to a, a, a podcast that I'm, I'm uh, into, a history podcast, and they were talking about um, mercenaries and how, you know, it, since ancient times, mercenaries were hired to fight for you, especially if you were a rich but not particularly populous state. What you would do is you would you'd pay other people to fight for you. And the more you paid them, the better the soldiers and the more hard they'd fight. And the less you paid them, uh, the more likely the chance of a mutiny. So uh, when we are, and let's be thoroughly practical about this because it's now there's a bit of time since this hor- horrific incident happened in front of all of our very eyes because we watched it happen. On camera, we saw the footage of this moment 
disgraceful in Florida Road, you know, and this guy who a lot of people in South Africa loved and worshipped. And you think someone like that is beyond the reach of ordinary, you know, garden variety gangsters. Clearly not. And someone must have paid because they had some axe to grind. It was personal, perhaps. It might have been financial. We still don't know. But 800000 <laughs> I'm saying it's. I'm saying that's cheap. I mean, I know that you can go on the dark web, supposedly, and that's where you find these guys. You don't have to go on the dark web. What, you just you have, have to know to someone? You have to go to a hostel. Oh, is that it? <laughs> just this, Pumi, you've just, you've just completely debased all the hostels and nothing can come for you. No. Isn't that what we were told with the Senzo Meiwa mm. case? That that's Listen, where they came you, from? Pumi sat this here the one morning and blew my mind. All she did was she gave a slightly Pumi take on what she'd been reading on Twitter. And let me tell you, that's also a fascinating, fascinating case. What I love is that individuals on Twitter, and this is where it's great. You know, I often criticize Twitter for being irritating and negative and nasty and it is and i'm, I'm back Listen, on there I'm, twitter, I'm back on twitter, by the way. twitter gareth twitter has made all of us like gossips mm. that's actually mm. if anything else and, and it's, it's made it acceptable to be a gossip because <laughs> and it's made us and it's made some of us very good investigative reporters i mean we always used to rely on paid investigative reporters in big media houses and so on you know, who are trained journalists and the rest of it. But it is absolutely incredible how resourceful some of these people who, honestly, they just got a Twitter account and some eagle eyes. They spot things that no one else spots. They create uh, causal links, whether true or false, between this person and that person. the little thing in the video mm. that you never saw, it like 15 seconds in. Right. <laughs> like right. half a frame. Right. All of that. But I'm telling you, if nothing else... Twitter has made it all those all those times when mm. gossip was confined to over a glass of wine or tea in the kitchen now. with your mom or your sister or whatever you know now it's a free for all i i i i i <laughs> twitter has made it okay for all of us to be gossips so who knows we'll we'll so have to see what happens here it, with AK's it might motorists. be another 10 years hey yeah, yeah it well, might cuz that's Senzo's gone on for 10 that's, years that's that's what's what we've watched and there's so many things what i've been thinking about though now that these guys have been arrested very similar to the senzo meiwa case mm -hmm. is are they gonna go are they then gonna go after the person who paid well, the eight hundred thousand? you would think because you know because even in the senzo case right it's it's like was it was it a paid for killing was it a, and well, there's some amazing comments here. And I mean, our comment section are not uh, slouches. So RJ says, you can ask any ANC council in KZN, they'll hook you up. Well, we know about all the political deaths, right? Uh, Rachel says, I'm sure in KZN you could even pay 3K. Not even joking. People are hungry out there. Eh, eh, I, yeah, I don't think it's it's that much. You know, somebody talking about the political killings in KZN. Mm. I forgot this morning to check on the results of Oh, you're one of your by-elections? Pumi is such a, you know what? I'm so grateful for you on this show. I, uh, you read stuff, and you pay attention to stuff that I do not, I could not care less. And thank God, because I don't want to sound completely ignorant. And then you come on and you make the show a little bit more professional. So 
What so, happened? Yeah, well, in where, a, was, where in, was this? In Balente, mm-hmm. which is in the Govenmbeki, um, in Kher, in Govenmbeki district in Kherzebande, which is in Mpumalanga. Okay. Important. All so right. ANC scrapes through, guys, with 51%. Mm. Mpumalanga is their best province, huh? Remember, the ANC is used to getting 70 plus percent in Mpumalanga. And this is the first outing out of KZN for MK. Mm. And they screech in second place. Oh, wow. 28%. Yes, that's where the other. 20 that they needed uh, uh, in the ANC th- went. This is where the ANC's 20 went to. Yes. And then in third place, the EFF hmm. with 18%. That's not bad for them. That's a good showing for them. Really? Uh, IFP 3%. There's an independent SKCP. And I'm assuming the other parties didn't Which is part. under, yeah. The other parties didn't uh, enter the race. So, so, um. Oh, the DA, which was not on the ballot uh, this time around. Mm. And I think the FF was not on the ballot. So this is in, this is, this is Secunda, effectively. Yeah. That's where this That's this where Mbalentle is. is, yeah. Right. It's in Secunda. Okay. It's the big township there. Interesting. 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 First language in that province, Zulu. No. In that particular, 47.4% language. Zulu speaking, really? 47% Zulu. 15.9% Afrikaans. That's obviously all the EFF voters. Um, <laughs> Southern Debele, 7.7%. Sut, 6%. Other, 23%. Your other, is that, what is that? <laughs> Zimbabweans and Malawians. <laughs> English. Uh, maybe. Yeah. English. You didn't uh, say mm, English. Mm-hmm. That's the other. Really? Uh, so apparently, look, according to the last time that they <laughs> held this election, the ANC were way in the lead, really by a long way. And interesting that the DA came in second. ATM was there before. They're ATM not there was there, the African Transformation Movement. They had even one seat. And the EFF had 13 seats. Yay. Yeah. So... That's they the EFF have dropped from nineteen percent to what you said eighteen. It's only one percentage point, so more or less the same. Big oh, drop. This for, is twenty six. Was their PR? Yeah, 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 it was yeah. their proportional representation. Correct. The twenty six. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting. All yeesh, right. There yeesh. we go. Little bit of uh, by election analysis from Pumi. I love it. Uh, funny question. Someone says, "Is Ryan going to fly uh, Ryanair to?" <laughs> Ireland, and then he replied and said, no, Erlingus, <laughs> which is the worst name for it. I know, <laughs> I know Lingus has got nothing to do with what we all think Lingus is about. I think we need a little drum roll. Yeah, <laughs> nice one, nice one, but very good. Uh, so, all right, ba-boom, don't breeze past the DA. Well, we did because they didn't do well. Okay. Uh, and Victor says EFF dropped from 26% in the last election to 8% now. Where? What are you talking about, Victor? No, I think, Victor, you've got their proportional representation number there. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Um, so lots of interesting things happening that are giving us some insight. I think MK, are, are, you're not to be underestimated here because for a lot of people, this is kind of the, the protest vote that they've been looking for. Well, we'll see. 
We'll see. On the 8th of March, I don't know if we, we will see um, those names coming out, but on the 8th of March, the signatures must be in, but also the lists. Yes, party lists. That's going to be interesting. See lists. who's on. We'll who's, see who's on the list? Especially as MK party And list. where you are on the list, Baba. Ah, where you right. are on the list. Mm-hmm. Not only on the list, but where you are on the list. Because you'll like get, if you're number 38. You'll get people <laughs> who are unhappy about where they're on the list and then they'll move. You know how they jump ship, right? And then suddenly you'll see some guy who you thought you were voting for in Action SA who's suddenly in the DA or you have some EFF guys joined the ANC or whatever. It happens. This is where it gets very exciting. Uh, Ryan says a different Ryan. Erling just uh, sounds guys. like something expelled from the anus. Uh, guys. Uh, guys. <laughs> it is. It's, it's literally, guys, it's 20 past six in the morning. Stop it. Pums, people don't follow your rules. You know this. It, it's not my rules. It's just decency, guys. So, are you, pl- are you still playing Wordle? I am. Okay. I know, <laughs> I know three people are playing Wordle. I remember when it came out. <laughs> I I would I wondered I, I really did, it, did I did it for three this. weeks and then I was that's enough. I really did wonder. About you still play? You've been playing like, consistently? No, not consistently. You just do it every now and then. Yeah, every now and then when you remember when I'm procrastinating all of that kind of stuff. Mm. But I wondered if people are still because it was big. Remember how huge? It, oh. Everybody, the Wordle watched. thing, you couldn't you couldn't do it after 10 because then people are tweeting about their Wordle. People were tweeting that little but thing that's with it. the word. Yeah, oh. so, so uh, I watched an episode of the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh-huh. And I got to say, I'm very sad. I heard uh, last night late that Richard Lewis, the comedian, died. Oh. Who was in Curb as Larry's friend because in real life he's Larry David's friend. And uh, he was looking, uh, you know, he wasn't looking well. He apparently had a heart attack. But, um, you know, you rest uh, easy. Uh, you're, a, you're a very funny man, and you gave us uh, huge numbers of great big belly laughs, Mr. Lewis. So thank so you. The, the little scene from Curve with the South African. Yeah. Oh, my God, that was funny. <laughs> so that was funny. And the South African accent was so bad. I mean, I, oh, I was so if, embarrassed. If they hadn't said a South African accent, Oof. I would not have known that. Oh, Pumi, it's so bad. But it's like such a caricature of like a Joburg <laughs> Oh my God, Larry, it's so great to have you here at our party, eh? And Larry, I can't thank you enough for coming to my house. It was, it's like that. It's so bad. Oh, so anyway, I thought that was hilarious. But, but uh, apart from the South African accent, Richard Lewis, in the episodes that I've watched, I've only watched the first three of this season, um, which is new. It's the, it's the last one. And there's a scene where Larry's got that, irritating, irritating woman who he, he's dating because he had to get some con- council resolution passed so he could build something or do, put a fence around his pool or whatever. <laughs> so she's in his house and he can't break up with her because the psychologist has said if he breaks up with her before six months are over, she'll fucking kill herself or something. So he's guilted into being with her. And she wakes up in the morning and does wordle and then shouts out the answer and ruins his whole day because he's like, I'm into this and now you're, you're ruining it for me. He says it is hostile to share the wordle answer before everybody's had a chance to try. No, but there's a cutoff. There there's was a cutoff. Always, there's a cutoff by like 10 in the morning. But this woman at like it. seven, she's doing it. <laughs> the bitch. She's like, it's rabbit. He's like, why? Why are you telling us it's rabbit? What's wrong with you? Oh, that's oh, horrible. Man. 
listen, the the curb your enthusiasm. That's great. The South African, the South African skit that was absolutely amazing. But the wordle thing, mm. it really got me thinking about mm. the things that fall off and how quickly they fall off. Right? Yeah. It's just, it's like. A f- a, you know when you make your fire and you use lots of paper <laughs> <laughs> and not enough kindle? Yes. <laughs> the, fire, the paper fire. It's uh, like a paper uh-huh. fire. Because it was, it was for a couple of, I wouldn't even say couple of months. I think it was, mm. it was probably like weeks. Yeah, people are still doing it. Shame. I know three people who are like, they do it and then they've got a group, a WhatsApp group. And huh? Yeah, but they don't share the answer. They follow rules. They, they share the stats. They are, and then afterwards they reveal the answer. They've got a, they've got a cut-off cut off time, like you said. But anyway, I mean, it's very few people <laughs> compared to how many people were playing. in the. I gave up. I, I have no patience for these things. Also, I'm not the kind of guy who, if I keep losing, is motivated. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I have not got I have not got any team sport gene. I, I I hated team sport when I have to rely on other people. I have no good sportsmanship in me. Like zero. I don't like to lose. I don't want to hear about I don't want to be magnanimous in in defeat. Oh. I got none of that for me. I've I'm a son of a bitch. You don't want to play any board games with me. Not cards, not are you, are I, you the are you those people when you play you play Uno. Are you those? I'm horrific. I I play what my sister's boyfriend is called Wah Uno, <laughs> where I will hit you with it's like the way plus, you crying. I'll hit you with like three plus fours in a row, and I'll go Wah. <laughs> oh and I've goodness. taught my nephews to play it that way, so they now go Wah when they've been really mean to each other. Note to self: uh, Don't play when me. the day after tomorrow comes. I want to be nowhere near you. No, don't. <laughs> no. And if I lose, I, I, oof, it gets ugly. I get personal and vindictive. It's just not fun. You don't want to play games with me. I have no, I have no fun setting when it comes to competition. Like I am all in and I will fight you to the death. I used to take that board game risk so seriously. Oh, my goodness. That I once... I once was uh, my, my brother and uh, one of my friends or his friends, they made an alliance against me and were holed up in Australia with all of their troops. I was a bastard to get through. And eventually I just had enough of them and I just turned over the board like a petulant child and very nearly turned the table onto the two of them as well. Oh I have goodness. zero capacity for the fun. You know when people say, ah, let's play a game of Monopoly, it's fun. Oh. I, I watch. So I've learned this. Oh, so in order not to bring pain and misery to my friends and family and the people I care about, I watch. Oh, there is a fantastic game that you because you you have the perfect setting, right? Because you have a big family and mm. you, you know, and you guys get along and yeah, everybody's yeah. got like a bit of uh humor. There is a ga- oh, this is what What's I'm giving game? you for Christmas. Yeah, well then tell me then. Let's keep this it. This is a actually what we got I'm a whole. Get. Listen, we've got a <laughs> whole uh, ten months, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's only the end of February. We've got a whole ten months of this year ahead you of us. You know what's actually irritating about you is that your birthday is also a long way away. <laughs> That's great. It's lovely. <laughs> All right. So, uh, oh, I could get it for Uncle Gareth. It can be like a Father's Day, <laughs> Uncle well, Gareth. Do you get? Do you get from your your nieces and nephews? Do you get an hell uncle? No. 
Uncle give and those no. little shits haven't given me anything. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Not a chance. <laughs> Cards Against Humanity is a great one, Jason Styles. I like that game. I like that game because it's very rude. <laughs> I do. I like it. It's good. So um, a couple of interesting things Who's here. Who's this asking Sharon, about a rural look at this. house? Sharon says I still do Wordle every ah. day. My best friend and I, Dr. Robin, says play Wordle every day. We live across the country from each other. It's proof of life when we share stuff. Ah, that's so cute. That's nice. See? For me, it's not just you uh, and I who have dropped off of here. There are people who are carrying people it are on. Still yeah. Bless you. And guys. then John Bad Dog says, "Does Pumi have a rural house? All the villages have many mansions, but across the country, ninety percent are Tuscany builds." I can't afford it. I can't afford a second house. Two houses. No. <laughs> I can barely afford the one I live in. Also, yeah. I hate Tuscany. Yeah. I hate all those Tuscan. Then, Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Hanmin agrees with me. Second place is just the first person to lose. She gets it. <laughs> but then Carl says, uh, Gareth, you really are a horrible human being. Why are you like this? And don't blame it on some past life. I, I can't tell you. I cannot tell you. I'm not sure why. I have no ability to just have fun with a board game or any kind of competitive. That's why I didn't play sport. At school, I, I hate to lose so much, I would rather not participate. Oh, oh It's a weird, it's, it's a punishment, but it's also a blessing because it saved me a lot of time. I don't play golf. I would hate to play but golf. Why? Golf is, you play against your damn self. No, put me. And then I'd hate myself every day. <laughs> and I see how much time it takes from people. Listen, I have to pay a monthly subscription for where I live on a golf course. Even though I've never walked on that golf course with a Yo. club, with a club, Yo. never. So I am paying for nothing. And people say, "Oh, but that's ridiculous! Why don't you play? It's so easy. You could just go out of your front door and play." No, 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 no. I can't justify nine, let alone eighteen holes. Nine <laughs> holes is what are you talking about? At least three hours. <laughs> At least three hours. <laughs> Are you joking? There's no way I could justify that. Give me something I can do in 15 minutes. I can't watch. No, man, 15 I minutes is too little. I can't watch a sports game that goes on for 90 minutes. Are you crazy? World Cup football comes along and I'm in. Otherwise, don't give me any Because it's that. a... And even then, I'm like, I'm like ducking out for tea breaks and snacks. and uh. Listen, I just accepted a long time ago. I'm different to everybody else. I'm a weirdo. I'm happy with it. I'm comfortable with being, as Carl says, a horrible person, a truly horrible person is what he said. Oh, man. No, no, no. And I'm not, even, I'm not even hurt by it. I know what the monster is I deal with, and I'm happy to exclude myself from these things to keep mm -hmm. peace and happiness in the home. Mm -hmm. Now, that is true sacrifice. That is, that is, that, 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 <laughs> is, that is the one thing that may be your saving grace from being a horrible human. Andy says you should play 30 seconds. And have, Andy, I've, I'm sorry for you. No, 30 seconds is the worst one. I played 30 for seconds. For a person like this, for me, 30 I played seconds it on is worse. I played it on Saturday. And? Um, there were five of us. We went away. It was my sister and her boyfriend and my two cousins and I went away for the weekend. And we played uh, two rounds of 30 seconds. I won. Um, our team won one and we lost the other one. And then we stopped playing. <laughs> <laughs> I would have carried on if we'd won. But... But 30 seconds. 30 seconds is worse. 
30 seconds uh, is worse. It, that is the most competitive. No. Yeah, because seconds. your partner lets you down. They don't get the clue that you're putting down. Then That's you have. No, 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 no. No. 30 seconds is worse. Mm-hmm. It's the worst one of all of them. 30 seconds is the worst one. So someone says here, Kitan, and, and this is a game that was played, which I watched. I don't know what that is. It's like this game where you have to like gather resources and you have to build. And it's like a. It's a board game, but it's a it's a it's a kind of a civilization game. So you have to get ahead of everyone else and defeat them by points. Uh, Sanelles agrees with me. It's the same with him. It's literally me. He says so. Yes, I get it. Uh, Elvis says Monopoly is the worst. I also think that's a very competitive game. So you wanted to talk about something completely different. This is hugely important. Everybody's talking about how. In fact, my friend who you know, Eleanor, yeah, in 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 England, who's um. Who worked for the the the, 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 the British uh, High Commission and the trade uh, delegation here? She put up this very funny thing with Camilla wearing a crown. She says, "Queen Elizabeth II's gone. King Charles has got cancer. William is bald. Kate Middleton's in hospital. Andrew's a pedophile. She's disappeared, Kate. The only one left is, is Camilla, Camilla, and she's wearing Camilla the crown. Is right, the survivor. Yeah. So, well, Eleanor's in the eye of it, isn't she? So, you tell me what you think's going on there, because Kate went in for an abdominal surgery. Okay, this is what they told. Now, when you have too little information, and you know what they did with King Charles is very good, because not only did they not make a fuss about what was really going on. And no, no king, no person wants to be have their prostate discussed. No man is thrilled about is it that. Prostate? prostate. So he went in for the prostate cancer uh, because he was going in for a checkup of some kind and they found the prostate cancer. For, this is King Charles III. He's 75 years old. It happens to a lot of men. They say it's treatable. He's gone in. He has since appeared in public. Seems to be in good health. But well, the arch had prostate cancer. That's right. He was, and he lived another. He lived a long time. So there's no need to panic about that. But they gave us the information, right? Because people are curious about these things. They want to know what's going on. So the clever thing they did there is they share information. They're like, well, the king has got this. This is what he's going in for. Now, now with, with Kate, they're not telling us anything. Now, people are speculating wildly. And I've heard, even though this woman is not in any way important to South Africa. She doesn't affect our day-to-day stuff. She's the princess of Wales now. She's a beautiful woman. She seems to be extremely good at the job. She's produced three lovely children, which is more than she has to do as the royal broodmare. But also, she's done an excellent job of like keeping the dignity of the office, which a lot of people in that family have failed dismally at over the last while. So we like Kate. In fact, I find her absolutely majestic in all the ways she's almost more royal than the royals if you know what i mean so (laughs) she would have to be she worked so hard to get there she goes in to the uh the hospital and she's got abdominal it's very vague abdominal surgery and people are saying was it a hysterectomy is she going in for a breast augmentation is she going in for like some serious condition that she's got that we don't know about my favorite one is the bbl bbl <laughs> you've heard bbl <laughs> brazilian butt lift she never had a yeah, listen she would need one though listen let me she 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 would need one let me explain um there's this thing it's the opposite of having a booty and a 
a big kadonk kadonk donk, as Miss Missy Elliott would have said, right? Keep your eyes on my badonk kadonk donk, right? In in England, the flatter your ass, the more aristocratic you are. Oh, the more well-bred. Oh dear. I I am proud to say I have the flattest ass. It looks like it's never been used. Oh dear. I've never sat on it. In fact, it looks like when I sit, it's probably painful. Mine is so flat. Which is a, a, a source of pride for me, but it is the opposite to everywhere else in the world, where if you don't have a bit of a booty, you are not considered sexy at all. And I understand that I'm willing to forego the sexy for the good breeding, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And people will say, and that's not true, they will say, well, your ancestors, <laughs> your ancestors never worked. They never did the squats. Wow. Yes, this is where it comes from. So Kate no. not having a bum in England counts for her with the English. Everywhere else counts against her. I feel like she's got this beautiful figure. I think she looks magnificent. I wouldn't change a Completely thing. Completely assless. Assless. For me, don't make me stand up. You know, it's flat. there's no shape there. <laughs> but really, okay, so the BBL theory is one of my favorite theories. Of all of them, it is my favorite theory. But I then remembered, Gareth, that you told us something when when the Queen died hmm. about uh, about the trajectory, right? That it's it's like a long reign and hmm. then a short reign. How hmm. many short reigns? Well, I mean, you know, it stands to reason. So Charles took over as king at the age of seventy four, seventy five. So you only have a few years left at that point. But if he, he lives as long as his mother, he's got 20 years in, in the throne. She's had, she had, what, 60-something 60 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on the throne. So it, it, it stands to reason, like Queen Victoria, long reign, her son Edward VII, short reign. After that, another short reign, and then a longer reign again. So it's not always a pattern, because, you know, kings and queens all over the world, lots of murders, beheadings, hey. uh, civil wars, it's a it's a tough job. I mean, I went through it's a lot over like the weekend. Counselor in KZN because I don't drink now. I went. <laughs> it is like being a counselor in KZN because I don't drink at the moment. I have to entertain myself in ways that I normally would not. So you get super nerdy, Gareth. So I was while we were brying food on the Saturday night. I went through a list of the ways that the various kings of England, from William yeah, the Conqueror yeah, yeah, yeah. to the current Queen, what has killed them, how they died, right? And I'm not going to do it now because it will take us <laughs> half an hour. But William the Conqueror died by smashing his balls into the pommel of his saddle while out on a ride. His horse stood on a hot coal or a thorn or a something. It reared up. And then when it came down again, he, who was at that stage quite obese, fell forward in the saddle. Balls were crushed. The pain was intolerable. But because of the internal bleeding... That's what killed him. So that was William the Conqueror back in 1087 or so. Alrighty then. Horrific. And it gets worse as you go down the line. And then, you know, ended with Elizabeth II. And Yo. So short reigns and long reigns, it really depends on how lucky you are. Shame, man. But Camilla, huh? Ah, she's, she's, she's tough as nails. She's got no health concerns. She smokes, she drinks. Again. She's going to be the last one standing. Keith, Keith Richards. And Camilla Parker Bowles <laughs> are evidence to all of us 
without it's irrefutable that you do not have to. What happens? What there? are those balloons? Oh, I see if I if Yay. I do this, it's like oh, look at that. You get a fireworks display behind me. Um, I like this. We're going to use this more wow. often. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, let me explain. We just had a, <laughs> I did a hand gesture and suddenly the, the screen lit up like it was Guy Fawkes. Well, was it because you did this? I think so. Let's see, what happens. Again. Let's see if it happens for you. It does not. And I'm quite. No, do it more for longer. What did you? Put me, it doesn't like you as much. I don't know. Anyway, so Camilla and Keith Richards, after we were all dead. After the, the Holocaust, when <laughs> when Ukraine joins NATO, him and the and, cockroaches, <laughs> and and Vladimir Putin fires off every nuke he's got, and Joe Biden and Joe Biden mumbles something, and the this nuclear is- codes open up, and he fires all of his nukes, and the whole of the northern hemisphere is covered in a nuclear winter. God forbid this should happen, but Camilla and Keith Richards will be the only survivors, and the cockroaches. I think they might be able to outlive the cockroach. <laughs> and good for them. Good for them. That's always one of my most oh, like man. inane things, that cockroaches could survive a, a, a nuclear. Yeah. But, so says, why, do we buy, why do we buy doom? <laughs> well, we don't have to worry about it. Leave the cockroaches. The doom doesn't work. I once sprayed a cockroach with doom until it was white. <laughs> And it crawled away from me. <laughs> Tavo says, a flat ass is the most off-putting thing ever. Worse than a flaccid penis. Sure. sure. Terrible. Elvis coffee. says, ironing board for the flat asses. <laughs> and then Tavo says again, ASP, the assless society party. Mm. I hope you're going to register that and contest the elections. You've only got, uh, what, a few days. <sighs> Peter says, nothing wrong Nine with Kate's days. rear. Not everyone likes those big fat asses that seem to be fashionable. Well, that's nice of you to stand up for her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Keith Richards as well. Uh, both of our hosts have, what is this? Ishwapa. Ishwapa. Yeah. What is that? Ishwapa. That's the Zulu word for people that are assless. Oh, There's that's an me. actual word. I'm going to use that as my, my nickname. Ishwapa. 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 There is an actual word. <laughs> it, it, that is. I'm changing my, my byline. That's going to be mine. Ishwapa. Because the idea of being assless <laughs> as a Zulu woman is, is that. Oh, it's like, man. All right. <laughs> well. That's uh, enough of that. But um, <laughs> there we go. We've covered uh, AKA's murderers. We've covered King Charles. We've got uh, a little bit of politics in there with a by-election in Pumalanga. Shame. We're covering it all this morning. So let me throw this in so quickly. So what do you think? Do you think Camilla's sizing up all the crowd? <laughs> Can you carry on? <laughs> so there's, there's a documentary. Do you there. think she's doing her hair? Oh. She's changing her hairstyle so that the crown can like... Yeah. Sit in oh. properly. There, there was a documentary. She has outlasted them all. They gave this behind-the-scenes look at what happened leading up to the coronation. It was actually fascinating because Charles even spoke about his sausage fingers. Where's that documentary? I'll send it to you. I'll send you the link. Please. And in it, Charles and Camilla go to visit the crown jeweler who's busy resizing the crown for his head because even though he and his mother have a similar size of head, He's a man, so his skull has a greater yeah. circumference. That's almost always the case. So they put in some pieces that they took out when George V mm. 
was last king. So they show this. And then Camilla's very interested in it. She's like, hmm, very exciting. How long does it take you to do it? Kind of thing. And I think she, <laughs> I think she was checking it out there. She's like, should I try this one on for size? I don't know. Everybody says she's, uh, you know, she's the side chick who did good, which I love. <laughs> But what I love about her is she she, she doesn't seem to be a personally ambitious person. Uh, you think that's nonsense? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> think that if you want. <laughs> but she is outlasting them all. Carmine oh, right. says he has a humongous head. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, okay, so if we do the thumbs up, look at this. Apparently, then we get a thumbs up on the screen. Helang. And if I do this, then what do we get? The nothing. But why? Angas. I don't know how to activate these things. If anyone knows, so, uh, Amajisi GC says, it's called the Sonoma reactions when you thumbs up. What other ones can I do? Uh, producers, check that out and let me know. Uh, and let's get Dr. Mark in here. We got to talk about something important this morning. We can't just talk nonsense about Camilla and Oh, Charles. look at that. He actually woke up and came all the way in. Hello, Dr. Dr. Mark. Mark. Oh. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, we're not. Uh, we're not Thank uh, you, Dr. Mark. Have a seat it's here. It's all Dr. about Mark. the aesthetics this morning. Oh, yeah. yes. 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 Look at him. <laughs> look at him. Uh, what I do love is that Dr. Mark has never, ever let us down in terms of his sartorial excellence. He comes in here. What does that mean? I'm Afrikaans. I shall tell actually. you. So you are Afrikaans. you are a man who No, 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 it doesn't matter. You always have the matching glasses. I don't know how many pairs like Elton fucking know, John right? you got going on there. You wear the 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 different uh, outfits which are all personalized and which all look fantastic. And then the bit of an African theme we've got going today, but the color is repeated in the glasses in the Show us the bangles and jewelry over there. Magic. <laughs> and the sneakers. And the sneakers, which are Lift also it up. Lift it up. Blur. Look at that. How fantastic. <laughs> Listen, you're, you're, you have the aesthetics down pat. So oh, if there's anyone we're going to talk to about this stuff, then let it be you. So, Dr. Mark, we're talking about something that actually, because Ryan and, uh, and James said, oh, no, Pumi, you don't have to worry. Like, Pumi's a fading flower and she needs to be preserved against horrible things. You don't have to worry, they say to I, her. I would have given him the exact same look. No, no, no. Don't look at me. I'm not the one <laughs> who's saying this. That's what they said. No, no, no. A little bit like, so okay. they, said to, they said to Pumi, oh, you don't have to worry. We're not talking about anything disgusting this morning. Pumi's like, what do you mean? We were talking about penises and she's not afraid. We're talking about aesthetics, which actually is quite controversial. Yes. And you arrive as we finish up talking about Kate's BBL. Mm. <laughs> so there's a, there's a segue here. Are we going to talk about the face or the whole body? You know what? What do you I, want to zero in on? I specialize in non-surgical facial aesthetics. Mm. Okay. So um, let's talk about the face. All right. Um, surgeons do body. Um, there are some some treatments that we have in our non-surgical arsenal for body treatments. And here we're thinking specifically of biostimulators, products that when you inject them into the skin creates a cellular response. Mm. And what we're after with these things is collagen production. So with bodies, um, uh, biostimulators 
on the body specifically, we can do a little bit of a firm and lift and shaping of your bum. Okay. Um, we can do uh, the knees. Uh, you can do <laughs> knees. Knees. You, you cannot imagine <laughs> how many. Which makes me want to look at my knees. How yes, many? Suddenly, women. I'm worried about my knees. I never um, been worried before. Com- complain about the wrinkles that form above the knee as oh. they get older. And they don't want those. You know what? Not if you want to wear a short skirt ah, or if you I want see. to run around. Uh, on the beach mm. and you have a good body, but right. it's starting Wrinkles. to show those signs of aging. Sure. Arms. Look at Pumi and checking out. Just look at Pumi. She's suddenly looking at her I'm, knees. I must look at my knees. <laughs> <laughs> and the big one that I treat to my practice, which is considered part of the body and not of the face, is the neck. Yes. Because mm. so the neck bio, is, the bio neck is like a... for neck work, work beautifully. And the neck is a bit of a... Honesty experiment. Exactly. Yeah. It gives away your age. Two yeah. places. Your hands. Hands. And your neck. Now, I'm, I'm glad you brought up hands because mm. I love doing hand treatments. It's simple. It's easy. The results are amazing. And what we use is we use a filler. Um, the filler that I use, a tissue filler, the filler that I use specifically in my practice is Restylane's uh, Vital Skin Booster because it gives us beautiful, volumized hands. So you take away that veininess. And wrinkliness. Um, and you How would know you rate you, my hands? No, uh, you have great hands. You reckon? Pumi, what yeah. do you think? Uh, are my hands all right? I'm a, little, uh, I'm a little concerned they're starting to look like old man hands. No, you know what? For, for women, <laughs> like, as, as Pumi like said, <laughs> um, the hands, hands and necks and decollete oh. give away age. Ah. I, I, I do think that... People don't really understand the differences in the aesthetic treatments. I just want to go back to collagen for a second because it's all the rage of people putting collagen in everything. You mm-hmm. order a smoothie now and it can you put collagen powder in. Does that do anything? It really depends on the quality of collagen. You know what? I can give you something with ground-up horse hoof um, and you can buy that online and it contains collagen. It's about how much your body actually absorbs out of that granules that you mm. drink. So um, we we know collagen is beneficial for joints, um, for skin, for hair, for nails. But it all depends on which product you're using. As far as I know, there are only two collagen supplements available with scientific studies to prove the bioavailability. And that's what it's ultimately about. It doesn't help that you take a panado, no. but you can't absorb the paracetamol. Yeah. So it's not going to work for the pain. And a lot of the stuff that you see out there, especially the stuff that you take off a shelf, yes, um, you don't know what's in there. You don't know the quality. You don't know how much you're going to absorb. I, I hear you. And I that hear you. now you're becomes being, you're interesting. Being, uh, you're being diplomatic and careful because you're not saying products are an absolute waste of money. But I get what you're saying. It's like there's a lot of research. There's a lot of knowing what you're talking about. There are a lot of uh, ingredients and chemicals that you need to be aware of, which most people are not. They buy the thing hoping it's going to make yes, them look younger. Yes, and I, I, it's for chemicals. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Again, most of our your supplementations, whether it's vitamins or minerals, have fillers in them 
they might have flavorants or colorants in them. So collagen is supposed to make your skin more elastic and more… There's, um, there's a, a little bit of a difference between elasticity of the skin, which usually comes from elastin okay. because it can stretch and deform. Collagen doesn't deform. Collagen is more stiff, so it gives hmm. more structure. When we look at collagen um, depletion or decreased collagen in the face, you see four things that every single woman do every morning. Well, hmm. I do it in the morning as well. Go ahead. Um, and that is sagging in the skin, where when you do this, yes. the skin sags. Hmm. Um, laxity, and what, that's what when is, you – that? that's sagging. And then laxity, when you pinch your skin and you pull it away. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I have, too col much fat. I, I have collagen treatments in my face, so literally I can't do that. And then there's natural volume loss um, that occurs. And for women specifically, you start seeing this volume loss in the temple area. Mm. You start seeing it under the eye where, you know what – if they start developing tear trough deformities and eye bags, mm. um, the jowliness mm. and the nasolabial lines that start forming. And that's all because the volume here and the volume here starts depleting. The skull changes shape as you get older. Oh. What? Yes, absolutely. One of the major changes that happen as you get older is that the eye socket itself goes from round to oval and eventually square. And that's why you develop the tear trough deformity. That's fascinating. So you're telling me like if an archaeologist digs up a skull, they can tell Absolutely. also how old the person is just Absolutely. from the shape of the eye socket. What Absolutely. a, fa what a wow. fascinating revelation. So the other thing that huh. happens when it comes to bony changes is the shape of your mandible. Lower jaw. Yeah. So the mandible that sits here becomes more or less angular. So mm. the angle of the jaw becomes bigger. We want a square jaw, 90 degrees. But when this becomes bigger, the angle becomes bigger, you, you start showing the signs of a weak jawline. The height of a mandible mm. starts decreasing. So in other words, the distance from the lower lip to the bottom exactly. of the chin. Exactly. Um, did you know any of this? I... Wow. This is fascinating. Wow. When I train other doctors. I feel like we should have brought a mirror. Mm. I, yeah, yes. This is, yeah. I, I feel like I want to look. <laughs> yeah. um, when I train other doctors in aesthetics, we always start with understanding the dynamics of a face. You know what? We all know the anatomy of a face. We've learned it into a text or from a textbook. We did our cadaver dissections. And you know where... This vessel is supposed to be there. This muscle is supposed to be there. But the muscles in the face work in one layer. So a two millimeter change in your eyebrow expresses a complete, exactly what you've just done. It mm. expresses a completely different uh, message uh, to the observer. <laughs> so you need to understand that. When right, so we use toxins or fillers, we change the dynamic movement 
in the face, not just the lines. Yeah, which is why sometimes people look like shocked. They, exactly. They, they have this like permanently like surprise. <laughs> yes, permanent, I, exactly that. <laughs> permanently interested or surprised. <laughs> All right. So Carl says in the comments, my niece is horrible looking. Or can I send her to the doctor? Or did he say knees? Yeah, yeah he said knees. K-N-E-E-S. And then Carl also says later on, my wife and I are on this. Uh, we are the same age. I don't have a single wrinkle, and she gets very, very angry about it. So, tell us about the differences between men and women as we age in terms of mm. the aesthetics. So, number one, this men's skin is thicker than women's, and one of the things that and your wife will tell you that. Yeah, one of the things that we know, and we I speak about every single week on your show. Um, is and my show is the change in hormone levels. Estrogen in the skin is very important for skin structure and skin collagen, as well as the functioning of the skin. Mm. So as hormone levels start declining, you know it. The skin starts thinning. Mm. Um, the skin becomes drier, which in men is not the case. Also, the majority of men used to shave. And that creates an exfoliation of dead skin cells. So the skin cell turnover is faster. So men don't develop wrinkles as quickly as mm. women. So someone's asking about tissue oil in the comments. Like using tissue oil, does that help in any way? You could tell us, Doc. We don't, <laughs> you know no, what? No one's going to come and sue um, you over this. I, it's bullshit, I, right? I'm a man of science. I haven't oh, seen yeah. any scientific studies. There we go. Anecdotal, I'll say, anecdotal I'll, stuff. Let me, yes, uh, it helps for let me keeping the skin this. Bullshit. supple. But you know what? I, I, there's it no active ingredients. It, it helps. It improves some of them, Doc, uh, depending on when you start using it. You're going to do a whole show on this, so I don't want to steal all the thunder from your own show, which is on a little bit later today, and I encourage everybody, if you haven't already subscribed to it on uh, YouTube and on uh, all the, the podcast servers, you can go and get it. We will also put all the information at the end of this it's show's notes. It's always fascinating. You've got to listen Thank to this you. show, and you have interesting guests every other week, and it's fantastic. You've got to listen to the show, but before we run out of time, we got to talk about Botox because when you say toxins, which you're talking about here, okay. Botox, everybody talks about it. There are loads and loads of people who are getting it. Uh, it's no longer a shameful thing that perhaps it once was. Mm -hmm. And I want to know if there are any dangers because you use the word toxins. We know it's uh, botulinum. Uh, botulinum toxin. Right. Yes. This, is not, this is not good stuff. But it seems to do a lot and people are using it all the time and it appears to make them look better. Okay, I, I unfortunately have to correct you. We're talking about neuromodulators. Botox is a is a registered brand and trade name. Okay. Mm. Right. So in South Africa, we have three different botulinum toxins available. Just for the sake of, of mm. equality, we have Dysport, we have Botox and Zeumann. They're all much mm. of a muchness. Um, is it safe? Absolutely. But beauty of neuromodulators lie in the fact that nothing that you do is permanent. So the method of action is it stops the conduction of electrical impulses to the muscle. In other words, it stops the muscle to contract. 
the safety lines in. The moment that you've stopped the neuromuscular junction from working, the body regenerates a new one. So nothing that you do with it is permanent. And that's the You're not going to look like you have a stroke at any point unless well, you have a stroke. No. Um, <laughs> the safety is dependent on who puts it on. Right. Not the safety. The you know, effect a, go to some back street is, guy. is yeah. on who puts it where. Mm. People don't actually realize just how often and for what different stuff we can use, uh, use neuromodulators. So most of us think it's for treatment of facial lines and wrinkles. But it was formulated for spasmatic conditions, blepharospasm, where the eye mm, twitches. twitches. Yes. For patients with cerebral palsy, really? we use it to treat um, migraines. We use it for grinding of teeth. Mm -hmm. You use it in um, excessive sweating under the arms and on the hands. Um, some of our urologists will use it for overactive bladder syndrome. So for certain people, mm. it's life-changing. Mm. It's not just about, um, I don't want to have frown lines or wrinkly eyes. Is it eyes. very, very expensive? It's expensive. It's not cheap. Mm. Um, you know, That's why rich people always look like, this. Exactly. Um, you know, it's, it's not, if you don't have to, a, a, quite a bit of disposable income, this is not a treatment for you. For one simple reason, you have to keep it up. I was going to ask about maintenance. Oh. So, so once longevity of um, a neuromodulated treatment somewhere every, on average, let's make it three months, depending on how much you put in and which area, you can get up to four or five months, sometimes as little as two and a half. Um, product decision may plays a tiny little role, but mm. it's more dose dependent and the muscles. All right. Well, I'm afraid we're going to have to call Shoo. this to an end, but there's, a, there's something to whet your appetite for Dr. Mark's show today, the T-Health show. You can listen to it here on cliffcentral.com live a little bit later on this morning. And you can also find the podcast on all the big podcast catches. Make sure you check it out. We'll put the information in the show notes. And always good to see you, Dr. Mark. Thank, Thank you, guys. I can't believe you came here to talk about knees on the day I'm actually wearing a short skirt. <laughs> but no, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with your knees and you do look lovely. And it's true, black don't knees. crack. No, exactly. Yeah. You know what? Um, I, I just wish that I it was the other way around because a big part of my practice is black on the hormonal side and I can't do anything for them for skin. <laughs> So How unfair. unfair. How Very unfair. unfair. Thanks, well, guys. Thank See you, Doc. Later. There he is, Dr. Mark. Uh, what an interesting way to start our morning, right, Pumi? Hey, Wena. Yes, yes, we've covered it all. Okay, yes. so coming up. There's a lot there. Hmm? Coming up, the burning platform. We're talking to political party leaders. Today, it is the chance of someone who has been in the studio with us before, and he's always happy to come and see us, which means we're happy to see him. And that is Herman Mashaba. We've got lots to talk to him about today because the EFF is saying we want open borders. There's no such thing as being Zimbabwean. He, he, he was trolling Julius I on Twitter that. last I night. I saw that. So I've been, I'm, I'm back on Twitter. I'm paying attention. <laughs> Don't you worry. It was very funny. All right, everybody. We'll be back with the rest in the burning platform next, along with Canton Pillay and Herman Mashaba. Don't go anywhere. Cliffcentral.com. It is the last day of February in a leap year. Cliffcentral.com.